Good day, everyone. Welcome back to the Legally Bond podcast. Once again, I am not Kim Wolf Price. I am Andy Bobrek, uh, doing a summer stint here and continuing our summer fun series. As you may recall, for those of you who have tuned in, we're going to be covering three different areas, focusing on attorneys who practice in those areas, as well as some others as well, and give you a chance to get to know them a little bit. So our, our summer fun areas, so to speak, deal with the gaming industry, uh, the cannabis industry, and what we're going to talk about today, which is the emergent uh, brewing industry and the penelope of legal issues that, that go with that. So I have two of my colleagues with us today uh, who I'm very excited to have joining us. Uh, first is Jennifer Zinn, uh, who I've worked with for many years, and, and great, great to have her with us today, and, and also is Chip uh, Grieco. And Chip, great to have you as well. So just to start, uh, again, I've had a, had a chance to work with you both and, and I've always enjoyed that. And so I know about you, but I think it'd be great for our listeners to, to learn a little bit about, about you, what brought you to Bond and, and your practice. Jennifer, why don't you start? Sure. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Glad to talk about, you know, hospitality industry. This is all fun. I mean, I've actually been with Bond 20 years now. I was a summer intern 20 years ago as of this summer and uh, when I was in law school and I came back after I graduated and I've stayed ever since Um, and I am based in our Albany office and I do a lot of different things. I do a lot of business work, contracts, M&A transactions, general corporate governance, guidance sort of things. I do real estate work, commercial real estate purchase and sales, leases, leases, et cetera. And I do a lot of hospitality work with a big focus on liquor licensing. And uh, I found that the the business and real estate parts of my practice go really well with that, particularly for our hospitality clients who need help with the liquor licensing and contracts with their vendors and, you know, bringing in new partners and selling stock or leasing a new facility, those kinds of things. So those are the biggest pieces of my practice. Well, that's great. You know, and I'm sure people are interested to hear that. And uh, I, I know, and, and Jennifer is very humble. She is an incredible resource and possesses tremendous expertise in, in those areas that she described and also dealing with the hospitality industry and liquor control issues and often working with very eager clients who are looking to get their licenses established and get, get rolling on things. And um, she's just done tremendous work there. Uh, I know among the other areas that she mentioned. So we'll and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, you know, I shared with both of you beforehand. I'm I'm uh, both a purveyor and huge fan of our emerging craft beer industry here in in New York. Got some great great areas and continue to see more development there. Chip, likewise, great to have you with us. And I know our listeners would be interested to hear a little bit about your background, what what brought you to Bond, and and about your practice here with us. Sure. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, so I've been at Bond uh, since 2015 by way of the the combination with Jacob Fleischman and Mugel, which I joined in Buffalo uh, right out of law school in 1995. I've been here uh, ever since then, and I have a, uh, like Jennifer, I, you know, I do a variety of things, but where her background, I think, is a little bit more in the in the corporate uh, side of things. Mine was more in the environmental and land use area. It's still a big part of my practice. And I, but I've also developed a significant part of my practice is working in the hospitality area, 
doing similar work to the Jennifer does in terms of liquor licensing and regulatory work for craft breweries, distilleries, and also retail establishments doing the, the licensing for them as well. I actually sort of fell into that practice through my environmental practice. We had a startup brewery that was a was a client of the firm. And at the time I wasn't doing their regulatory work, but they had an environmental issue when they were opening their brewery. They discovered an old tank uh, that needed to be removed and, and cleaned up. I started working with them then, and that was back in 2013, I think. And they were one of the early craft breweries here in Buffalo and and just started doing more and more work in that sector. And, you know, really enjoy doing it because I enjoy the industry and the products and uh, they're a fun group to, fun group to, to work with. Oh, that's great. Well, well, it's interesting that three of us all have something in common in that we're, you know, essentially born and raised uh, attorneys here, been with the same firm all the way through our, our career. And the Jekyll uh, combination chip was obviously just a, a great thing for uh, our firm. You know, our sense is it was likewise for you. And it's been a real pleasure working with you and your team. And, and I guess I just add as a as an aside, right, that's I think a with all the movement that you see within the legal industry these days, you know, not quite mercenaries, let's say, but we see a lot of that continuity and uh, folks staying home here at Bond. So you got three of us here, born and raised at the same firm all the way through, uh, which is neat. I've got some some clients that I work with in, in the hospitality industry, and it remains a concern for me. I think they were especially hard hit through the COVID pandemic, and uh, especially here in New York. And, you know, I see them now back on their feet. The, the many established places have been able to survive, but there's been a lot that have come and gone. And I'm interested, Chip, what's your sense of how the industry's faring right now from your perspective and, and what you see? You know, I, I guess I would say surprisingly resilient, perhaps. I mean, there's definitely been challenges and in, in, in the effects, I think, we're a little bit different depending on which sector of the hospitality industry we're talking about. I mean, obviously the retail side, the bars and restaurants was, you know, the, the pandemic was extremely difficult and, and they're still facing difficulties. Obviously the pandemic is not necessarily over, but the, you know, staffing issues that have, have lingered continue to be a, a challenge there. But, you know, most of the clients, I think all of the clients that I've been working with have managed to weather the storm on the manufacturing side, I think the, what's been interesting about the effect of the pandemic was it led a lot of the breweries uh, to sort of refocus on the manufacturing side of the business and the distribution side of the business. Before the pandemic hit, I think there was a general sense that doing the retail side of things was was the key to growth. But when the pandemic hit, they really didn't have that option and they had to rediscover or develop for the first time sort of the wholesale side of things, manufacturing the product and getting it out to market. And it's led to a, a lot of breweries, I think, they've, I think most of them still operating their tap rooms, but they're no longer necessarily depending on that as their primary source of revenue. Well, that's good news for me. I, I like focusing on the craft <laughs> and uh, allowing me to, to do the consumption elsewhere. But I, yeah, I, you know, your sense is the same as mine. I was around New York more than anywhere else and, you know, share the sentiments that things have been resilient. I happen to have a chance to go down to Georgetown in Washington, D.C. Uh, just a matter of weeks ago and spend some time down there. And 
I hadn't been down prior to the pandemic. And I have to tell you, it was it was shocking to me, the number of establishments, bars, restaurants, retail outlets that were still closed and, and frankly, you know, appeared to be completely shuttered. You know, I'm not talking about one or two, but it would be three restaurants and stores in a row, maybe one open. Uh, it really hit home for me there uh, because I think in general, right, that's a, an area that tends to fare very well from an economic standpoint. And of course, is you know, everybody knows Georgetown. It's a pretty tawny place. So hopefully uh, things continue to improve and those trends continue. Jennifer, I, I wanted to just get, get your thoughts. So what are you seeing as some of the issues here uh, in the hospitality industry? And, and, and you know, we don't need to focus on you know, breweries and, and craft beer and all that. Feel free if you want, but I, I'm, I'm curious, what are you seeing as some of the, the challenges and opportunities right now that uh, our clients and other businesses out there are facing? Right. Yeah. So, you know, uh, my hospitality practice has, you know, two parts, if you want to look at it that way. You know, uh, I started doing a lot of just the retail side when I first started doing this, did a lot of work with hotels restaurants, bars, but a lot of hotels and some uh, cruise lines, things like that. And I think uh, the hotels in particular have been very hard hit. You know, I am getting work from some, you know, new restaurants starting, but that's certainly a lot slower than it was 10 years ago, five years ago. I am seeing a lot of clients, some of the retail, you know, bars and restaurants, but more on the manufacturing side, my wineries, distilleries, breweries, that are really trying to branch out and do different things. They want to have outside dining. They want to have delivery. They want to, where can we have events? I'm getting a lot of that. How can we, can we have weddings here? Can we have graduation parties? Can we, you know, license out this backfield and have concerts on Friday nights? What can we do? How can we be creative? How can we, you know, operate and still stay in compliance with the law. And, you know, sometimes at least as far as the liquor license, that could be a little tough, but, you know, we do our best to help them navigate that. But I'm seeing a lot of these sort of creative things where I'm saying to myself, Ooh, I'd go to that. I'd go to that event. That sounds fun. So I'm seeing more and more of that. And I think that's been yeah. probably really good, good for us as consumers and good for the industry too. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I love those settings. I'm going to be at a charitable event tomorrow, tomorrow night. That's on a farm that has animals all around, has a great restaurant, has outdoor seating, has a separate barbecue joint, you know, has, I think, Frisbee golf that we could play. It's, it, everything's there. And, and my sense is that there's a, there's a lot of interest uh, from consumers in that area. And, and just, uh, I tell you what, from, from my perspective, and I know everyone else shares it, it's, it's so great to have colleagues with the type of expertise uh, in depth that you have, not only in, in you know, this area of hospitality industry, but more generally with businesses and, and that those skills obviously um, apply as well in, in other areas uh, beyond that industry. So uh, I, I want to let everyone know who may be listening that you can find uh, Chip and Jennifer's contact information on our website, bsk.com. So Bon Shenick and Kane, bsk.com. Uh, their contact information is available there. If you have any questions uh, in these or other areas uh, of a legal nature, please feel free to reach out to both of them. I know they're eager to help uh, and stand ready to assist. And with that, I think I'll just say, Chip, Jennifer, thank you for joining us today. It's great to have you. Hopefully you'll come back at some point uh, for the podcast. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. 
Bond, Shenick, and King has prepared this communication to present only general information. This is not intended as legal advice, nor should you consider it as such. You should not act or decline to act based upon the contents. While we try to make sure that the information is complete and accurate, laws can change quickly. You should always formally engage a lawyer of your choosing before taking actions which have legal consequences. For information about our communication, firm, practice areas, and attorneys, visit our website, bsk.com. This is Attorney Advertising.